Welcome to Crashing Game Night. My name is Matt Diorio. Tonight I am joined by Gerard Barrera. What is up, my nerds? How's it going, everybody? I missed you. Hello and welcome. And we're also joined by the uh, computer tech, Theo Walski, who's again still tearing apart his computer. I mean, does, do I count as a computer tech when it's I've been working on this for like a week now? That depends. I mean, I did mean, Walmart start up a, a computer fixing business? So Jesus. <laughs> oh, <burn. laughs> How was everyone's week? Oh man, it was great. Yeah. I, yes, oh, I'm jealous of you. Please. I'm at, I'm at my first full work week <laughs> of the year. Um, this Ooh. well. Well, since my hiatus, because of December being so busy, uh, like I said, I think I've mentioned on the podcast, January is very, very slow. So uh, I I have I've had four days off. And where did you where did you spend one of those days? Oh, my God. I went I went to Disneyland, my old friend, and it was amazing. Suck. You could be. I allow the jealousy. You know why? Because I have, I allow it. Because dude, what's worse to you is I call him awesome. up, right? <laughs> yeah. He's, he, we're sitting there talking. He's like, "Hey, I gotta go. I'm getting on a ride." I'm like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm at Disneyland. I'm about to get on the Indiana Jones ride. I'll talk to you later. Click." <laughs> <laughs> at least I still took the calls when I was like, "Yeah, I'm about to get on the ride, bro. I gotta go." <laughs> it was so great. Uh, but dude, um, I gotta tell you, man. Galaxy's Edge. Oh my God. Oh, I, I, dude, like no joke. I teared up a little bit the moment I walked in and and saw the uh, the Millennium Falcon, the big the big model. Man, I, I, I yeah, I almost teared up. And my roommate Pierre was like, are, was just checking, like, are, are you okay? Like, yeah, 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 I'm good, I'm good. I'm just taking it all in because it is amazing. Like Did the you whole. Fly? Uh, almost well yeah like i just said i i i teared up a bit it was it was just jaw dropping it was just amazing like it's part of the theme park like it's all around you like you feel like oh my god it's another world like it's so cool it was great nice but uh, yeah, so I got to do the uh, Millennium Falcon experience. I was one of the pilots. I was the co-pilot. I was Chewy. Um, that boy. Okay, did, you so do, what, did you do the noise though? What is your noise? role though? Okay, so uh, the interactive—it's like an interactive experience, like kind of arcade. So um, there are two pilots, two gunners, and two engineers. And um, I got to tell you, the only the only important, like real important spots that like you want to do first are both pilot spots, though. That's where it's the funnest. Um, So it's kind of like Star Tours a little bit. It starts with like you like um, uh, 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 lifting up the Millennium Falcon, going into space Uh and then getting into like an adventure. And so uh, you and the the pilots have to. look at a screen on the dash and the interactive, like, um, like big theater area. Mm-hmm. And, um, he has one control that does like side to side and I have up and down. So we have to work together to keep the, the ship balanced. Now, the how gun- many times did you crash? A, a couple times, but we were fine. Cause it, you also have a power bar 
which like shows you the percentage of like your shield. So mm-hmm. like you get to zero, you blow up and you lose. But we didn't yeah. lose. So um. So you got so you got down to half a percent, right? Actually, we got to thirty percent. Which which is like that's pretty bad, but like we still survived. So there's a learning curve. So hold on. (laughs) So you were more flying like Lando than Chewie. Oh, Uh, I guess. You know what? He Lando's cool, so I'll take that. Yeah, except for he pretty much put the Millennium Falcon into the Death Star. So (laughs) yeah, but. Just with flair. Or should I say you were more like Ray the first time she flew the, the Falcon on Okay. On Jaku? Oh, <laughs> all right. No. Now that's mean. Um. I mean, that was just taking off, though, to, yeah. to her well, defense. Yeah. It, it'd been that there for as long as she's known. Like, at least had to be there for like 10 years. Yeah. And she is actually a pilot, too. So I will still take that because she got better. Um, but anyways, so the uh, the two gunners have to um, uh, press buttons to, like, shoot the guns and, you know, um, make sure they time it right. Then the engineers, all they have to do is look at, like, the in the front of them, their little dashboard. And just, like, if they see colors, they press that button. That's it. Make uh-huh. sure the, the ship is running. That's why, like, I so think. So what? Hold like, on. They made Star Wars Simon Says. Kind of, yeah. I mean, you gotta but, still make it kid engine, friendly, dude. Yeah, but you still have to make it kid friendly, which like I get, which is why like you would want the more experienced like to be the pilots, and then like have the less experienced like that's actually how it worked out for then, us. When we then what in. was your excuse being the co-pilot? <laughs> I, I was a good co-pilot, okay, and I saved us. I don't know. I think we need to hear testimony from Pierre in order to believe that. I was yeah. a co-pilot, and I'll have I'll have him come on. Okay, and, Nina. Uh, and uh, actually, well, the, the, the co-pilot is actually a lot of fun because you get to pull the the hyperdrive lever. Ooh. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Do you want a gold star for participation? Uh, no, because we that won. That is his gold so I already, star. I already got my gold star. I'm not oh, was one of those kids. It, was it like one of the, uh, at the end of Splash Mountain where they take your picture? Did you get your own little picture inside the Millennium Falcon? Oh, my God. Oh, speaking of which, I have to tell you, I think I think I have it, actually. I think I did take it. Um, I so this I haven't been to Disneyland in years, so I've I haven't been on Gar- Guardians of the Galaxy, and Pierre kind of set me up. My my roommate uh, set me up and like, oh, oh it's it's kind of like Tower of Terror, right? And he's like, yeah, I mean it's a little different, but uh, I mean you pr- pretty much went through it, and not knowing like, dude, it scared the hell out of me. Where that picture, the first picture they take was like I was crying laughing at myself because it was I was the fear was real because um the 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 safety belts that they put on you they yeah. they give you a little give so you because you think so you think that the the belt like malfunctioned which is all part of the experience I didn't know that so I was like both my hands are like oh my god like I didn't know what 
what to do. So the fear was real. So th that's why the picture is like that much more funny because Pierre like totally didn't tell me about that. It was because I was freaking out. Checking why haven't notes. I seen this picture yet? I know, right? I'll, I know. I'll send it. Where to you. is this? <laughs> and I'm still yeah. I'm still waiting on Spice Boys video. Jerry's oh. mom. Oh, thank you for reminding me. I actually have it. Um, <gasps> what? I, I actually yes. have them. I have them both, actually. And we're not yes. in possession of them. Why? Because I'm going to Costco and I'm going to get them converted because they do that there for, like, cheap. Okay. So I'll get Is them on like DVD. VHS or something? Yeah, they're VHSs. Oh. Yeah. VHS oh, or the okay. little VHSCs? No, actual VHS cassette okay. tapes. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So I need to see this. So, so don't worry. I will, I will let those out into the world because they are funny, and I don't mind laughing at myself. So, Theo, how yes, is your just, week being that, you know, Spotlight Boy just took up the first, like, ten minutes of the podcast? Uh, I sorry. know, right? <laughs> I don't, I've, I've been enjoying my week. Uh more specifically yesterday uh, because I had my first uh, lesson in three weeks for a while as well as I got to discover oops sorry uh, I got to discover Jerry's love child between <laughs> himself oh my God. and Joey Fatone uh, which was freaking amazing because uh, Matt's wife sen sends me this random TikTok of a guy <laughs> dancing to in sync and having him like you, you replicated to five. Like, you first have to tell the wife that was a master. The, the <laughs> first thing that comes out of my mouth is like that is Jerry and Joey for Oh my together. god, that was a that was so. A not match. only did that happen, and then for the next like hour we decided to start picking it apart and you know jerry he does have your eyes yeah and i was oh at my god. lesson the entire time so that's why i didn't get to participate oh my god yeah but that certainly no, made no my joke right no there. joke when i first looked at it i was like this is this is the dumbest joke but then i kept like looking at it and i'm like oh damn like a car accident huh? that looks really good like then I I could not stop laughing. I was like, that was good. That was a good move. Touche on that one. She was good. That was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, other than that, uh, I, like I said, I've been working on the uh, PC. I ended up, I showed you guys the PC case that I wanted to put it mm -hmm. in. Um, for listeners, if you want to take a look, it's the Leanne Lee P01 Dynamic or P11 Dynamic. Uh, but I went back to the old way, so I'm trying to put that back together and clean it. So it's taking me a while. Mm. Nice. Well, I worked two days, and I've been on. You guys suck. <laughs> hold, hold on though. But I also worked, you know, Monday through Thursday last week. Had Friday off, and then had a 12-hour rotation into a Monday and a Tuesday. So I'm deserved of having this time off. So. Yeah, yeah, totally. And you know what? I like I, I had uh, um, I think I worked one day. <laughs> so does that um, mean that you that it counts as you left the house? Uh, I got out of the house a little bit. OK, <laughs> I, I, took a, so, I, I took Weasley for a walk. My roommate's dog, by the way. And 
the hard yeah, not he, life of Jerry. Yeah, and sometimes I I'll, I'll walk outside to like get that's, some fresh air. That's okay. I get to make I, the highlight of my week, aside from checking a bucket list item off of my list, was making Jerry very jealous this week. <sighs> and getting in my Century Wings one seventy second scale replica of an F fourteen Tomcat for the VF one oh three Jolly Rogers. Yeah. This thing is pretty. Yes, it is. And I shouldn't have because <laughs> now I'm looking like I've got like 20 different ones I'm following on eBay now to, to watch for price oh, drops and geez. stuff because I want to try and get each one of the paint schemes. We got the start of an attic now. Uh, well, um, we, we can't we can't say anything. We we are the right? same way, dude. OK, I mean, it this way, this plane costs like one of your arrows, Dio. <laughs> So 50 bucks? Okay, which, so three of your now, arrows. Which Sorry. now he gets, yeah. <laughs> okay. Three of your arrows. I was going to say, that's a little, <laughs> a little low. I mean, I definitely can't uh, say anything, especially when I have, like, this yeah, going on your, right your now. Your mountain, mountain of pop figures? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I'm so jealous <laughs> yeah. of that. I'm, I'm up so to the, the ones that are still in the box, I'm up to... 136 good lord but those oh are just the ones gosh. that i kept in the box <laughs> yeah I, I that's the thing is like i want to get the the couple other paint schemes especially the anniversary edition ones um mm-hmm. but then i'm also going to get the f4 and the f18 which is oh, what okay. they flew as well so that way i have their you know what they've flown so far so mm. yeah they're getting ready to come out with the anniversary edition for their 75th anniversary um, that has on the outside, it has their, their current logo on the F-18, but on the inside of the wings, it has every squadron number that's ever bore the uh, Jolly Rogers insignia since going all the way back to the uh, 1930s and 40s. So I want to get that to go with it. So very cool. Let's get into what we've actually come here to talk about. Usually not just ourselves. Um, today it was announced in an article by Variety that Doctor Strange 2 has lost its director. Scott Derrickson has dropped out due to quote-unquote creative differences. Uh, he's still going to executive produce, um, but it's saddening because he directed the original. Mm. So it's not going to have its same same direction that it, it had in the original. Um uh, it makes me wonder what those creative differences were. Him and Marvel are hush-hush about it. I mean, we can't mm. necessarily count out that it might be close. Because, I mean, I'm, I I can't think of an example off the top of my head. But I know we've had a couple Marvels where we changed the director, but it still felt pretty close to the same. Okay, but it's not hard with Deadpool. Anyways. <laughs> um, well, Iron Man had different directors, so that wasn't bad. I think the only one that... That um, had some controversy uh, was Ant Man mm. because uh, Edgar Wright was supposed to do the first iteration, and uh, the second director I forgot who was the director who did the movie. 
is what we have now. But a lot of people are still today say, you know, I wonder what that movie would have been right like with uh, Edgar Wright. Mm. He has such a different take, you know, from like um, Scott Pilgrim, Hot Fuzz, you know, uh, Shaun of the Dead. Um, I think that would have been a very interesting and different movie. But who knows? Like, maybe it wouldn't have worked. But, yeah. Never know. Never know. Yeah. That coffee's not vegan. We'll take away your powers and move on. Yeah. You've seen Scott Pilgrim, right? Yes. But I I forget. He said, what does he end up saying that's not vegan? In the so coffee? So the coffee. He's supposed to – it was like half and no, half. I know. Oh, no, no, no. It oh. was uh, yeah, chicken cacciatore. It was like, what? Chicken cacciatore is not no, vegan? No, the coffee. No. It was the coffee that got him. No, it, was, it was totally the coffee. Cause oh, yeah. Cause they tried switched, to chicken um, with the chicken cacciatore, yeah. and then he was like, no, this isn't vegan. Then I'll just stick to my coffee. And he drinks it, and then the freaking vegan police chimes in. Yeah. Talking about how movies may be different, uh, Warner Brothers has said they're going to start using AI – to help decide whether to greenlight a movie or not. So the details behind this, and then we can make our comments on how bad this is. Um, they're partnering with Synalytic to help with crunching numbers and breaking down data sets. It's designed to help estimate a film's expected earnings. Uh, hoping this will speed up the greenlighting process because it'll take this AI you know, a couple of minutes to crunch data sets versus what took a couple of days. So from a work smarter, not harder perspective, I understand this, but um, I still think they would, you know, if the software was used by the production company of Cats, they still would have missed. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe it would have helped prevent it from being a thing. It might have prevented Justice League. That's true, too. (laughs) That's not a bad thing. Listen to Big Bag DC fan bagging on Justice League. We've had this discussion. I know, I know, I know. Um, Yes, but we just like to still remind you that you're a traitor. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not a traitor. I am am being honest. You know, what's a traitor um, is me doing a podcast with a Dodgers fan right now. Oh, whatever. (laughs) I mean... Colorado we, we technically do pick our friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was before I knew he was a Dodgers fan. Forgive me. Purple pinstripes. Rocky. Anyways, I mean, Jerry, you, you've been on the film side. So what is your take on this? To be perfectly – I'm I'm actually trying to like put myself in that perspective to where – executives have to make those decisions and for the most part it's always money based it's always like how can we sell this uh other than like i'm allowing you one passion project you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so a lot of the decisions that they make when it comes to the movies is okay great this sounds like it's going to be a winner uh we'll we'll put it out in this time because that's the peak for drama season or whatever no matter what it's always based on money now this can go one of two ways in my opinion where it's just going to help them it's going to make them eat it's going to make it easier for them to say no to a lot of projects that 
may not sell great or on the flip side, if they're using it for like public opinion or like uh, like uh, like scenarios or or um, um, surveys uh, that would help get like certain movies that wouldn't be greenlit greenlit. So ho- hopefully they use kind of like a it, it doesn't it doesn't like take over their decision their decision process but it helps them be more open and and kind of help the help the people let them decide i don't think honestly if they were still using this ai software i don't think joker would have been greenlit Just, see see that's kind of what i'm saying now if, if I mean, it was so why was, wouldn't you think it'd be greenlit so no, I think, just because I think of the controversial of, stuff. I think when you look at what the script is, you look at what the subject matter was. Even though yes, it's the Joker, but it how much it was dealing with um, mental disability, which that's a hot button item right now in society. Um, you, you think you the executives at, were would rather want to avoid it? So no. So what I'm thinking is because they still think that the the human element's going to be there for gut, you know, for that gut. Hey, yes, we should greenlit it. But I just think if you crunch the numbers, right? If this AI is going to be crunching numbers and data sets and everything like that, it would have predicted that audiences didn't want to see this because you look at Batman versus Superman didn't do well. Dawn of Justice tanked. So you've got your last couple of movies in the DC universe have bottomed out and they're not doing the sales that um, Wonder Woman or Aquaman did. But you look at the but subject I mean, but, matter, right? But, a but lot that's, of exactly, that's exactly why I think it might work because you're basing the well, data on D- DC movies in itself to where a script like that, basing it on people's opinions and all movies together, they... Uh, I think I think they would get a green light for yes, there should be a a, a movie pointing out mental illness. But Joker isn't the only mental illness movie that was still based off of a comic book. There's Split, and that did great. Also true. I just so I was just hope it doesn't it doesn't make it easier for executives executives to say no and give them a good reason to and and i think that's my that's where my problem is with it is like you're gonna have this computer that's gonna be making all this data available to you in a second and i'm afraid that they're going to basically look at that and go well the data says this nope we shouldn't really green light it or we shouldn't take a chance and like and that's the thing is Everybody said that they everybody, the studio heads and everything took a chance on Joker because even themselves, their gut was saying that it was going to fail. And guess what? It's become the most profitable. It's become the most profitable comic book movie of all time because it had a super low budget and it made a crap ton of money. Mm -hmm. And they didn't have to spend a ton on marketing either. Whereas you look at something like Marvel, high actor payrolls high advertising so those movies yes they make money but they're they weren't as profitable as joker in the overall complete sense let's let's shift gears a little bit and go over onto the gaming side because there's change over there as well um vic zimpella who is a co-founder of respawn um for those listeners uh the the big one you're going to be thinking of is uh titanfall 2 and jedi fallen order uh they're responsible for both of those games um 
Vince is going to be heading up the new Dice LA studio. Um, for those that are unfamiliar with Dice, uh, Dice is a, is the studio behind the Battlefield series, uh, Mirror's Edge, and for better or for worse, the Star Wars Battlefront series. That's been you know on this current generation. Uh, the studio is going to be independent of the Swedish headquarters uh, for Dice. Um, he's still going to oversee Respawn at the same time, which is because EA owns both, right? They own Respawn and and Dice. Um, he said they've got some ambitious ideas in their mind um, for some action adventure games and everything. So um, let's let's see how how they do because Battlefield hasn't been great as of late. Uh, Battlefront One was horrible. Battlefront 2 kind of made some better strides, and I heard, you know, towards the end of the life cycle with that game, it got a bit better. Mirror's Edge, that is a niche game, and it is not for everybody. Um, You know, if you're just more into that whole wall running and jumping obstacles thing, yes, the game's for you. But if you want a little bit more substance, then it's not. So, but congratulations to Vince. Um, He's got Respawn in a very good spot, so this is, I think, well-deserved. Kind of like Herman um, Hulse promotion over at Sony going from um, Gorilla Games to head of Worldwide Studios. Um, so let's let's talk to what Jerry really, really wants to talk about today, which is the Pokemon di- Direct today. Yeah, yeah. Or yesterday, rather. Um, so let's let's talk about what they announced for Pokemon Sword and Shield. They announced an expansion pass, which is going to be $29.99. There is a different expansion pass depending on the game you have, Sword or Shield. So for our listeners that are that are Sword and Shield um, players and stuff, when you go to get your expansion pass, make sure in a Nintendo store you're clicking on the right game. Or you're going to be out 30 bucks. Mm-hmm. Or 60, because you may just decide to go get the other game. Get the other game, um, yeah. So it's going to be, the first one's due out in June, which is the Isle of Armor. With it, you're going to have uh, updated clothing, what they say are handy features and items. You're also going to get the addition of the uh, Gigantamax for your partner Pokemon. The actual version of it instead of just what you got to see in the gyms you're actually going to see the full-on version of it the starting the your starting three your starter yeah you're actually going to see the real um to get a max for it um there's also going to be a free update that's going to add a hundred pokemon to the game in june and these are pokemon that should have been in the game i'm going to preface that right now if you say um, so, that's opinion. Well, hold on. So here's the thing: is though, is there was so much backlash that they're putting in in June. They're putting in a hundred Pokemon, and with the Crown Tundra expansion due out in the fall, they're adding another hundred Pokemon. And these are Pokemon that were in the orig- the other games and stuff. <clears throat> Um, looking at some of the pictures, it, it's some of the low, the lesser known um, Pokemon and stuff. But nonetheless, they're adding Pokemon too. You're also going to get three legendaries. Um, but with Count Crown Tundra, you're going to get um, additional clothing, and they're adding a co-op feature. Interesting. Yeah. 
just for battles or like in general I, to where I, you're in free? I think no, I think it's in general. Like you can. I think it's in general. Yeah. yeah. At least that's the way I understood it. I would probably have to go back and rewatch the the direct to to really see what the emphasis was on co-op. Even on their the website, it wasn't really known as far as really. Hey, what is it really going to do? Um, so Jerry, yes. Thoughts on the expansions? Um, I was really surprised. You know, I just think um, I was actually just talking to my roommate about that um, earlier. I just think I, I wish I went back and like and and just bought like stock before the Pokemon came out because these guys are so innovative and very creative on how they are like just how they adapt to you know from their systems and like everything that they like everything's very well thought out and uh uh, i was very surprised that they they were going to offer two different worlds it seems like they they have an idea for both of these games for for their games now since like if you're going to invest in a game you're going to get more with it um uh, so I was very excited and I was very surprised like of the worlds, a lot of the details that were going in it. And yeah, and the, uh, f- finally that we were getting the Pokemon that we, we really want, like we, we were hoping, uh, to come back and, um, and the fact that you can now raid and catch legends, which is super cool. I'm not a big enough fan of Pokemon to care. <laughs> <laughs> I, you guys. Know if this. you don't I mean, care, then why do you gripe about having Pokemon that you were expecting to have in the game? Then, hey, I can speak for the people. Uh huh. Uh huh. Poor representation Honestly, when you don't care. No, I mean, I I wholeheartedly admit I bought the game so my wife could get the extra Pokemon that she can't get in her game. Um, I, I, you know, I, I played let's go Pikachu, which was my, f- the first Pokemon game I've played since yellow ish. Okay. Mm. So, you know, this one's not bad. Um, suffice it to say, um, I have not played my switch in about a month and a half. Since the Luigi's Mansion 3 fiasco? Wow, that really... uh, (laughs) Yeah, that really struck a chord, didn't it? Well, it's it's not necessarily that, but we had um, two games come out that uh, really needed to get played in Jedi Fallen Order and Death Stranding. I just hear excuses. (laughs) He just doesn't want to admit that he rage quit so hard that he just hung up the whole week. So I haven't haven't gone back to Luigi's Mansion, that's for sure. I mean, (laughs) I stopped playing that and then played Pokemon for a couple weeks, but it's, yeah. You you heard it here, Nintendo. Nintendo, you heard it here. You broke Matt. As hard as it is, you broke him. He Bad. did not break me. <laughs> very angry. You were very angry. He got me to super rage quit though, which, <laughs> which <laughs> let me put it this way. The only other time that I've super rage quit was with Elder Scrolls Oblivion. Oh when, yeah, yeah. You told me about this. But that glitched. was the one when you lo- when you glitched and lost like 
120 hours of progress. Yeah. So I didn't throw my controller. I threw the game. (laughs) Just the disc at the wall. That's super And broke the disc. So. So we're just waiting for that little clink of the cartridge hitting the wall. (laughs) Because I can get trade money. I can get trade out of it. So, yeah. At least for a little while. (laughs) For a little bit. Yeah, right. Um, So the other thing they talked about during the direct was Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX. Uh, The demo's out now, and it will release on March 6th. So this came out of left field. Nobody knew about this. No, mm. there weren't any hints. There weren't. No one were was uh, was predicting this. Uh, that was no. a huge surprise. It's pretty much uh, Mystery Dungeon uh, remastered, essentially. Um, yeah. So it looks it looks pretty, but um, you know, my wife was asking, "Oh, well, what is that?" I said, "Well, kind of, sort of. If you took Pikachu, made him the main character, and threw him into an RPG." I, I guess Super Mario RPG would come to mind as far as similarity, mm-hmm. but it looked more broad than that, though. Like you can oh, actually yeah. like you, you you have more of a um, uh, not just Pikachu, but like you can choose your Pokemon. Yep. So now outside of that, some other news came out and that. Nintendo's manufacturer, as being reported by DigiTimes, Polygon, and Wall Street Journal, has said that a new Switch is going into production at the end of the first quarter, with the console set to come out mid-summer. So, nothing else has been said outside of what it could be, whether it's another upgrade to the Switch, which, honestly, if that's all it is, is a Switch 3.0... I hate saying Nintendo can go screw themselves because then this is just a cash grab. But I don't, I don't think I don't feel, I don't feel convinced that you're not going to still upgrade since (laughs) I'm pretty sure, pretty sure you're the particular one that convinced me to upgrade. Well, that was your own fault. You didn't have to. I didn't have to, but who me upgraded too. first? You, you told me. You told me all the, who you knew it? all of the, who did it? the extras. You yes. told me all the extras on why to get it, and I did and it. Yes, we all did <laughs> it. But what I'm saying is, though, is <laughs> I mean, <laughs> here's here's why I say it's a money grab is because what six months ago we got the Switch 2.0. So if uh, you're going to just keep doing hardware refreshes, I don't think, I don't think they're going to do that. I really don't. I think it's they're going to be their Switch Pro, or I, I honestly think they felt the 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 hype with Xbox and now PlayStation coming out. I think they want to at least announce, or or maybe they this was their plan all along. But um, drop the Switch Pro at E3, and I, I don't think E3. I don't think E3. I th- I think. Uh, they might they might announce that they are working on a new console. Um, I, I think that's a little too. Well, pretty. here's the thing though: there this console is supposed to come out this summer, which is why I think it's another refresh. Because I don't think they're ready to go for a Switch Pro, a whole a home console version. Because I think that's going to be when they launch that. It's going to be tied to Breath of the Wild too. So unless you're telling me the Breath of the Wild 2 is already ready to go. Oh, no. Yeah. 
But what exactly. You, wait, what do you mean? What are you talking about? Do you think they're going to launch a Switch Pro, which is a standalone home console unit, as being reported by multiple media outlets? Uh huh. Do you think they're just going to launch that with just the standard Switch games? You know they're going to have they're going to want a big title to launch with it, just yeah, like they did but the Switch. Like I said, all they're going to be doing, I think, this year is an announcing that they're working on a console. So no, this one is so been. This is oh, this dirt. is oh yeah. You say this is supposed to come, come out, out summer, yeah, which summer. is which is why I think it's a Switch 3.0 or it could be a Nintendo Lite 2.0. But if it is just a mediocre upgrade to the current Switch 2.0s, and I, I think this is kind of a, a BS move. I mean, hmm. do you really need to be upgrading your Switch every two months? No. Every three months, four months, five months. I mean, no. That kind of sucks. Uh, now I don't know what they're doing. I yeah, and that's why I'm saying is if it's just a Switch upgrade to go from a 2.0 to a 3.0 with a mediocre upgrade, then, you know, screw Nintendo for a crash grab. Yeah. I mean, is that really too far different than, like, Sony with yes. PS4? Well, I mean, and like, it's Sony didn't you go PS4 six months. Slim, then you got Slim, which still was not an actual, like, hardware upgrade. It and was an upgrade got, there. Then you the got chip set up for it. Then you get, then you got the initial pro mm-hmm. and then pro got re-released again. So, I mean, like how, why is that any different and why should Nintendo it, be special? Not really, because it, it actually does go with their model of the three DSs. All the, remember all of their um, special editions that they used to come out with, come out yeah. with. Maybe this is that because this is essentially mm. replacing they're third 3DS, really. So, I mean, maybe they're just trying to upgrade, like, hey, think- more special editions or 3.0, 4.0. But you didn't see – hold on, though. But with Nintendo, though, with the DS, though, you didn't see it happening every six months that a new version of the console is coming out, though. Right. No. Aside from doing and they already a have 2DS. The special, they already have the special, like – additions for switch with game releases i mean you got the eevee or let's go eevee and pikachu one pikachu, you've got yep. sword and shield smash brothers yeah smash but that smash just brothers. means they're, they're going to be coming out with more but, no, I mean, but, but, but i don't saying think they is, would announce it as a new console this is oh, a new, no rather yeah, than right. some sort of game release because you would announce the game release first and then a special edition version I just think it's a, I mean, honestly, if you're coming out with a new edition and it's a 3.0, okay, I'm just going to preface it as being a 3.0 that I don't think they're ready for Switch Pro yet. I think what you're, I think, Jerry, what you're right on is they're going to announce, hey, we've got a Switch Pro coming out. It's going to come out. And I think it's going to be after holidays. I think it's going to be first quarter next year that we see the actual Switch Pro. But Mm. I'm looking at and prefacing it as this is going to be either. Switch 3.0, or let's even go as far as saying the Nintendo Lite, or the Switch Lite 2.0 for that, okay? Both which, these systems, which I wouldn't be against if if Switch Lite 2.0 was dockable. Well, mm-hmm. I don't think that's... I mean, if they go that route, then I think that's huge. If they just make it dockable and whatnot. But right. that's not going to happen because the whole point of that system and how they made it smaller was they removed the functionality components of the switch ability for it but what i'm saying is is if if you're going to be coming out with new versions within six months of an upgrade to a 2.0 or the release of the switch Lite, that's a bit bs i mean because if you're going to do it in six months you should just done it originally well in technically speaking it's a year 
just to be fair to Nintendo, it's a year. Because, like we said, Switch 2.0 has been out for six months. It's not going to come, the next one isn't coming out for six months. So that's a year. Okay. I mean, if you want to go that route, I mean, we had September 20th is when the Switch Lite released. Right. Okay. So you'd be looking nine, nine months. months. But, okay, so let's take it this way. At six months, you're saying, well, hey, we've got a new one coming out in three months. Okay, let's let's preface that. Honestly, if you were planning to come out with a newer upgraded version, you should have just held off on the 2.0 and, yeah. and the light and just done it right the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Nintendo, unless the only thing I could think of is that Nintendo is trying to keep themselves relevant enough and with the release of the, the news, other, with the release consoles. of an upgraded system, because Sony and Microsoft are still in the headlines. They are. Yeah. Yeah. Especially and, right now when when I think for all intents and purposes, Nintendo's kind of considered the top dog right now. Kind of in terms of I mean sales this year, yeah, because I sales mean Sony's still selling, like, but yeah, but, but that but yeah, but Sony right. and Sony and Microsoft were essentially irrelevant this past year i understand anyways, but, this, but just because they didn't have anything reins. but yeah but so somebody had to take the reins and someone's getting the spotlight and that's yeah, Nintendo but, right now but i in my book in my book winning out of default doesn't necessarily count as winning but you're absolutely right but it's what you do with the spotlight and it's what you do with the time that you have in the spotlight and, True, I think and they're doing a right much and better they, job than and, sony and xbox because they're selling more and more right, units. And they're scared, more and, and they need to freaking uh, do something about it. Yeah, because they're going to lose that spot really quick the moment Xbox or or Sony does anything, anything big. Which is why I said they're losing the spotlight, which is the only reason I could say that they could possibly be doing this and keep themselves relevant until totally yeah, Switch I agree Pro. With that statement. Um, but honestly... From a switch perspective, the moment they started siloing things off, you started alienating some of your fans to begin with. The second you said, "Hey, there, here's a switch light. You're not going to be able to dock it, but it's going to be portable." Now, the rumors of the Switch Pro are is it's going to be a home console unit only. So, where's the switch? You know, it's mm. it, you can't. The whole thing with the switch is that you that's could. Why, that's why I from, think it's going to be a pro, like a pro unit. I don't think it's going to be a stay at home. No, that's what they're saying is that the stay at home is going to be a pro. strictly stay at home because it is going to have 4K. It's going to be beefy, right? Because um, you don't have you don't have the room in a switch right now to put in everything you need to do 4K. Um, aside, you know, the size of hard drive and stuff, yeah. all of that. So, but and then when you get to that point, like if it's truly a stay-at-home type of console, is it yeah, really what? a switch anymore? Because it's probably exactly. not going to have yeah, yeah. a screen. It's probably not going to have a and, screen because you can't be beefy. And you're going to have specific games made for it that won't be able to be played on the Switch. Oh, so, ew. Correct. That's that's why I, I can't. I don't see. Nintendo doing that. Mm. I really don't cuz their whole their whole structure is is for like synergy. So like 
they would I don't think I don't think I really don't think they would exclude their uh all of their other games and their other systems that are supposed to work with each other, you know, the light and and the the 2.0. Um I don't know. I I don't think they don't, would do that. The pro is going to play mean, switch games. But it's going to have its yeah, own I, games that are only designed to run on the pro. It's going to be exactly like the 3DS versus the new 3DS, where oh, with that little notch, right. with yeah, that yeah, yeah. upgraded yeah. hardware for the three, the new 3DS, where you could only play certain. You know, there was the games that said new four, you know, or four yeah. new 3DS are the only ones that could play on it. They couldn't play on a standard 3DS. I uh-huh. think that's what you're looking at. It's just. The fact is that they're starting to silo things and you're getting away from what makes the switch such a unique system mm-hmm. that you can dock mm-hmm. it, play on a TV. Then you could immediately pick it up and just go and play it. So Nintendo is. I, I don't know. I get it. Got, Who knows? I mean, yeah. well, you don't have Reggie at the helm right now helping to steer the ship as far as the North American side goes. And I wonder is how much of these knee jerk reactions are because Reggie's not there and how many of these decisions to make a six month upgrade were Doug Bowser's, you know, we don't know those things right now. Uh So, but what we do know on a couple of things outside of Nintendo is that one, Media Molecule announced that Dreams has gone gold, so it's going to release on time on February 14th, which a ton of people are excited for that, to be able to make their own games. Um, a screenshot came out of something made in in Dreams that it was it looked like a, a real English breakfast, and it looked like it was you just took a picture of the plate in front of you. It was that good. <laughs> so... Um, hats off to Mini Molecule what they've done. Um, also to CES. Ooh. We got the logo for the PS5, <laughs> which honestly was no creativity ex- at all, really, because it just <laughs> took the four out and put in a five. But features were announced. So we got a little bit more of a glimpse into the console now. Mm. So. It's going to have 3D audio sound. Jerry called it um, as far as the rumors that were going on. That it was going to have haptic triggers. Um, they're going to be adaptive triggers as well. It's going to have an ultra high speed SSD, which is going to allow for it to have oh, no load time. Nice. It's going to have hardware based ray tracing. It's also going to be really expensive, too. And it's going to have an ultra HD Blu-ray. Oh, wow. Oh, OK. Cool. So. Seeing all these features, not going to lie, my wallet screamed a little because <laughs> we know the original PS4 launched at four. This one's going to launch at probably five. If they go mm. higher, if they go higher than five, they're going to risk getting priced out because, you know, Microsoft's I, already targeting coming in. I predict at least five. With those specs, I could easily see them being smart and go four. Because, I mean, SSDs are not as expensive as they used to be, especially That's with and, and most of the components that you listed and type of things. It's not going to be that production heavy for them to be. I think the last two honest. will be, though. The, the ray tracing piece, because um, those are on the high-end NVIDIA cards. 
but also the Ultra HD Blu-ray. Mm, but the the ray tracing is still um, it's not that high because it's not in lines with the RTX twenty uh, the twenty series. It's okay. more it's kind of more in line with the six. It's a little higher than the sixteen hundred series with the Nvidia aspect. Maybe more on the fifty seven hundred series with Radeon. Um, so it's still a little bit behind it. I wouldn't say it's top peak, top of the line type of graphic. So the other thing that came out was, and this is multiple articles reporting on this, and it's something that kind of started a little bit with Hip Hop Gamer kind of putting this out there, is that the PS5 is going to allow you to not only do PS4, which Sony's already said it will, but it's also going to allow you to do PS1, 2, and 3. Oh, wow. Does you mean tell me I can play my Digimon world again? <laughs> God. Oh, wow. Maybe they'll give you trophies for it. We said that was my first game. <laughs> yeah, right? um, I think this is huge if they do it, and they need. I think they have to, because Microsoft has already said the Xbox Series X is going to be backwards compatible with everything that's already backwards compatible. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Okay, so that's huge. It's huge. I mean, backwards compatibility yeah. is a lot because there's a lot of classic games out there. Um, heck, you guys have seen my Vita screen. It's got it's total classics oh yeah so i mean i mean you're playing jack and daxter on it so i am (laughs) which are classics yes along with all the final fantasies and whatnot um so i think that i i think there's credence to that rumor though because they sony did get the patent for a new engine that would emulate what the processor was at the time to allow the game to run. Because um, mm. the, the processors now are just too fast to run those games. Um, and to the point of when we look at what consoles people are going to be buying and stuff, um, Mikey Barra, who is now the VP and GM at Blizzard, uh, he was formerly with Team Xbox. He was the VP of Ga- Xbox Live and Game Pass. He said that his choice for consoles is going to be PS5. And that's nice. because he'll just he's just going to play his Xbox exclusives on his PC. And he said that from an economic sense, it's better for Xbox if he is on Game Pass instead of buying their consoles. Which, as Xbox moves more and more towards that subscription-based model which you know you make more off of, Uh it makes sense. But the fact that Mike is coming over to this side for his console is kind of nice. Not going to lie. But they all get along. I mean, the console wars really are created by the fans. They really are. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, because when you look at the Game Awards – Shuhei and Phil took a picture together and they were just BSing together, catching yeah. up. You know, all these guys respect each other. They get along with each other. Yeah, they were quote unquote competitors, but in the end, they're just gamers. I mean, yeah. you, guys, play. you guys may agree with this. I kind of feel like the quote unquote console wars is the same thing is made up with the the black and blue versus white and gold dress fiasco. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same freaking thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. 
So <laughs> let's let's start with Theo. Theo, so, what did you get to play? What did you get to play this week, if anything? I didn't get to play anything. I mean, I had my PS4, but I mean, I was too busy disassembling and reassembling a computer a number of times. All right. So I, so I have not played anything for a week. Bummer. Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry I didn't have uh, time off like Jerry. <laughs> hey, hey, what's up, man? <laughs> so the question is, Jerry, what did you get to play outside of, you know, hopefully Red Dead Redemption? You didn't what? go back to that. <laughs> I did not go back to it. Surprisingly. Oh, bull. No, Don't I did not. Lie. Don't no, uh, lie. let's see. I finished Fallen Order. Um, I attacked Call of Duty for a little bit. Uh, started Concrete Genie, and I actually I did go back to an old flame, uh, and her name is God of War. Now, oh, so you're finally going to work on that platinum? <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> I am. I'm going to get it. You know why? Because I'm Hold not going to be the only one that don't got it. Here's the thing, though. He's starting over from the beginning because he forgot how to play the game. Oh. Wait, how do you fine. Find... That's fine. Okay. I mean, at least, but at least he, I'm sure you remember like some things that you wish you would have done differently for your like buildup of your skill tree and I everything. Remember, I still oh, yeah. remember a lot of the secrets and like a lot of the places I can go early. So like, oh yeah, I'm totally taking advantage. So yeah. yeah. He's going back to the classics. Oh yeah. So at least it's not Red Dead. That's true. It is not Red Dead. <laughs> so I did not get a ton of time to game this last week because I was just exhausted from work. But what I did get to play was all Vita based. So I did toy around with a little bit of Jack and Daxter. Yes. Um, played some more Hue. Yes. Have you gotten all the flasks yet? No, I have not. Neither have I. Well, I'm not even. I'm about. I'm about a halfway through the game right now. Oh, for the Vita playthrough. For the Vita playthrough, yeah. Um, and you then it on Switch, though, right? Yes, I beat it on Switch, but I, that was the only thing I didn't finish on it was the flasks oh, okay. for the Switch. So, um, I think playing it on the Vita is just better than the Switch, personally. But why? Um, just the way the thumbsticks are. Oh, okay. It's just a little bit that. better, you know. Um, but the game I've been cracked out on this whole week is Shovel Knight. <laughs> You're back to that. Really? And it Dude, feels, Shovel Knight's fun. Feels so much better on the Vita than it does the Switch. Yeah, oh. I can see that. And the nice thing is, is if I really want to play it on my PS4, all I do is upload my save file into the cloud. You know, <laughs> pull it down on the PS4. But it just feels, I mean, honestly, I mean, the Vita feels better in my hands anyways. Uh Um, You know, for as many hours I have been playing the Vita, I haven't had the hand cramping issues that playing the Switch does. Which is why the Fixture S1 for the Switch as an attachment is so nice, because then you get to use the Pro Controller for it. Um, But I just, I love the weight. The weight of it is so much lighter than the Switch 2. So you're not getting the hand fatigue. 
Um, it's just I can use the the directional pad, the D pad, if I really want to, which is fun as well. But it's just, yeah, I've just been going back and replaying Shovel Knight is just like, okay, cool. I'm having I'm having way more fun than I did the first time around on the Switch. <laughs> so. Maybe that's because I'm getting trophies with it. I don't know, but I'm still having fun with it. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get back into some Death Stranding, which Jerry and I talked about. That I think that's gonna be that one of those games that if I've been away from it for so long, is it still gonna be enjoyable? To well, go I back thought you had traded that in. No, I have not. Oh. So, I mean, I feel like for both of you, it didn't really last very long I feel, um, <laughs> for a regular play-wise. Star Wars came out, but... Yeah, um, I, I was always going to just keep... I was always going to keep mine. Yeah. Well, you always keep yours for the most part anyways. <laughs> yeah, there are very rare times that, like... Very rare that um, I have you games that I'm going to want to trade in or whatever, but yeah. Yeah, but other than that, that's that's all I've been really playing. Um, wrote a bit, a little bit more um, for the website. Um, but yeah, it's just been kind of taking some time. Just we don't relaxing. really have a we don't really have a new game release we're excited for at least for like two months, right? No, because the next final, one's next one's FF seven in March. Yep, Final Fantasy, Animal Crossing, uh, Cyberpunk. Okay, Animal Crossing Last does not count us. as excitement. I, you know what? For to us. Theo's point with that, I've kind of <laughs> lost a little bit of my excitement for Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing does really? not count as excitement. It does not. You're the one that got me hyped on it. I, 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 <laughs> out and I was like, all right, dude, I'll buy it. Seems cool. It, I mean, it's got some cool upgrades to some of the mechanics and stuff. We haven't seen a ton of it, though. Like, so... Nintendo needs to do a direct where they really kind of talk about Animal Crossing and all the new features and stuff. Yeah, but it's still um, like super far away. Like, I would laugh if they I really laugh if they did an Hold Animal on, Crossing. Direct. Jerry, let me ask you a question. You say it's not that far away. We're two months to Final Fantasy. It comes out two weeks after Final Fantasy, so we're not that far away from it. Huh. And when you think about it. <laughs> I mean, I would yeah. I would still say like maybe a month or like a month away they would do a direct for something maybe you know you know. can't even you can't even pre order it on the store. No, I wouldn't say that they would because I mean they did maybe a direct for Pokemon and that on the East store six months away. Oh, yeah. Oh, they were hyping Pokemon way. way yeah. So they were, I mean, like they it, were hyping Luigi's Mansion way in advance. Yeah. <clears throat> That's true. I wouldn't see anything last minute. Especially with in competition with Final Fantasy in release time, they should be hyping the crap out of it right now. Yeah, and and I can say this: when Final Fantasy VII comes out, there is going to be nothing else played. Mm-hmm. Other than I may pay, play some Shovel Knight on the Vita while I'm laying in, getting ready for bed. You know, I I, I will I will put a uh, prediction in place right now that. After release of Final Fantasy, at least three, maybe four episodes of the podcast, Matt will be playing at the same time. Well, <laughs> he's not fighting it. But, you know. 
I can't say that I wouldn't pull a Theo and play it on the podcast. Well, hey, now don't ex- don't ex- make it exclusively to me. There's a- another particular person on this podcast that likes to That's play true. while we do this. I was just about to say something. Like, I mean, he's he's doing it right now. <laughs> you're doing it right now. What are you playing right now? Pokemon. <laughs> 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 I'm a little behind. I gotta, I, I gotta get to it. Oh, I'm See, really far behind is, on Pokemon. Yeah, I just I'm haven't so had, behind. I just haven't had an interest to play my Switch to go back to Pokemon right now because there's so many different games on PlayStation that I'm firing up. Like one of the games I want to get to and try is the is Outer Wilds, which mm. everybody's raved about. Mm-hmm. So it was on sale during that year-end sale, so I picked it up. So I want to get in and try it. I need to get back to Concrete Genie and finish that game. That is a fun game. I, I, I actually so really do. To me, the games I want to play, which I hate to say it, is everything's on PlayStation right now. Mm. I've just lost steam on the Switch. I feel like that's not really a hate to say for this group in general, because we are a heavy Sony fan group. True. Mm-hmm. But our roots are still in Nintendo, though. What do you well, look I at mean, it? I mean, Nintendo's older. That's true. It, it, was, <laughs> it was my first console. Yes, same. But I had the, like, version 2 of the Nintendo, like, the slim version. Oh, you had the top load? Call it. Yeah, I had top load. Oh, oh no, I had the I had the the, the little door. The, you had to do a little jiggle. I had to go with the I had to go with the top load once my front loader died, and you couldn't get it. <laughs> you couldn't get them replaced or anything. I know. By that time, uh, I had my Sega Genesis. Yeah. Sega. That's mm-hmm. the only. That's the only reason why I was able to get the Nintendo because my. It was my uncle's Nintendo, and he moved over to Sega Genesis, so he gave me his Nintendo. Oh, you got second. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah, hey, man, that, that's the tradition. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I like that. It's cool, man. Pretty cool, man. So, yeah. with that being said, I want to thank everybody for crashing game night with us tonight. As always, if you like what you heard, you know, subscribe to those comments. Uh, follow us on Twitter, the website, Facebook. I hope everybody is starting off this year being just excellent to each other and staying frosty and looking forward to what this new year is bringing us. Well, that is it, folks, my fellow nerds. Happy New Year. Uh, hopefully you are sticking to those resolutions. I sure am not. Uh, <laughs> hope you all uh, have a wonderful year, and uh, we'll see you at the next, the next podcast. I mean, you don't have to down yourself by saying that you're not sticking to resolutions. You didn't have any to begin with. Don't lie. Um, okay. His not. only resolution was the platinum of God of War. Boom. Easy oh, peasy. He, I can do it. He already said that he's not abiding by it, so he's not going to be getting platinum this year then. Oh, I will. (laughs) (laughs) All right, fellas. TTFN. Ta-ta for now. Good night, everybody. Good night.